You're listening to The Whole Testament, a podcast putting the Old and New Testaments back together. We're back with our intro to the feasts. In this week's appetizer, we'll hear from Dave and Jim's children on their experiences with the feasts and how it affects their lives. If you have questions and want to continue the conversation, send us an email at thewholetestament at gmail.com or leave us a comment. Okay, yeah. ready? All together at the same time. <coughs> One, two, three. All of us? Yeah. <laughs> no, we don't. <laughs> What's your name? Uh, and what Campbell, what family are you from? My family, all right. <laughs> uh, I forget the question. Oh, Your name. Anna Campbell, and I'm from the Dave Campbell family. Um, my name is Hannah, and I'm from Jim's yeah, there you go. <laughs> I'm Eliora Campbell, and I'm from the Dave Campbell family. <laughs> I'm Hattie, and I'm from Dave's. My name's Boaz, and I'm from Jim. I'm I'm Elijah. I'm Jim's second oldest son. My name's Ezekiel. I'm from the Better Campbell family. <laughs> I'm Ryan. I'm from Dave's. And I'm Mira. And I'm from Dave's. I'm Rifka. And I'm from Dave's. <laughs> and are you guys triplets? No. <laughs> I'm Nehemiah, and I'm Jim's first son. I'm Sawyer, and I'm Nehemiah's wife. And my name's Simeon, and I'm from Jim. <laughs> Which one is the better one, Ezekiel? David. Huh? What'd you say? That's right. See, even Simeon knows. (laughs) And I'm Grace Campbell, and my father is Jim Campbell. Okay, so you guys, can you tell me your favorite holiday that we celebrate? Sukkot. Uh, Sukkot. Sukkot, probably. Same. Let's go. Sukkot. Yeah, Sukkot. I really like Sukkot. Sukkot. And why? Because we get to sleep in the sukkah and enjoy what God has made. Because I think it's just so much fun. Like, we all get to be together, and it's just like a big celebration. You know, we're all in the sukkah together, and it's just a reminder of God's love for us. And we get to celebrate it through having fun together with other people. I can't choose. (laughs) Mine's Yom Kippur because I like fasting and feasting. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what to say after that. I like all of them, Daddy. Oh. So you don't really have a favorite? I do have a favorite. Then what's your favorite? All of them. Can you guys tell me what the seven holidays are in Leviticus? Um, no. Yes. Uh, no. 
I actually don't know. I did not read that before this. <laughs> can you? <laughs> which ones can you name? Let's name Sukkot. which one. Wait, Passover. <laughs> Passover. Sukkot. Rosh Hashanah. Yom Kippur. Sukkot. Passover. Rosh Hashanah. Passover. Uh-huh. Um, Sukkot. Yom Kippur. Mm-hmm. That's three. Shavuot. Four. Uh, Rosh Hashanah. Yeah. That's the one I can Five. Five. And then <laughs> Passover. Easter. Easter. <laughs> <laughs> Sukkot. Uh, Rosh Hashanah. Torah? No. Is that one Does of them? Does that count? That's three. <laughs> three more. Which one's the one where we do cheesecake? Cheese. Cheesecake. What's the one with cheesecake? What about the cheesecake holiday? That's not in it. <laughs> <laughs> of course it isn't. That's not is, Wait, is Yom Torah I one? thought that was Rosh Hashanah. <laughs> Shabbat one? Shabbat. Shabbat yeah. oh. is a holiday. Yeah. Pentecost? Yes. What is that one yes, called? Uh, Shavuot. What's okay. the one? Did we already say the one where you fast? Like, yeah, you know? yeah, that's yeah. 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 The correct answer go. is no. <laughs> we can't. <laughs> we can't name them. So what What's your favorite memory? Your favorite holiday memory? Or a holiday memory? Mm -hmm. When they came over from to Passover. Why is that your favorite? Because I liked playing with them. <laughs> My favorite was um, Passover last year. We had all of the cousins over, and it was wild because there were 22 kids. <laughs> I thought there were 30. Oh, I know. The, it was the Egyptian plagues, so... People got up and volunteered to be in the play, and they acted it out. And and one of the the three big boys was like, bah! <laughs> <laughs> and it was so, That's so fun. much we fun. The, like, all it the was so funny. The sheep. That. <laughs> <laughs> That was, that's that was, one of my favorite yeah, memories. That is mm -hmm. really fun. That was really funny. And then your dad was like, the princess or whatever? No, no uncle. Or was he Pharaoh? Oh, believe me, we had last around here before. <laughs> no big deal. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, yeah. Just take the last with you. Again and again, terrible plague after terrible plague. Gnats and flies came. Millions of biting insects, cattle dying, and every time the pharaoh's heart was hardened, and he refused to let the people go. For the last time, pharaoh, please, please let the people go, or something so terrible will happen to the land of Egypt that I don't even <coughs> want to say it. Listen, boys, obviously you do not get it. <laughs> what I'm saying is that nothing. Nothing is as important to me as keeping my slaves. <laughs> I will never let them go. Oh, come here! Go away! Help! Help! All my firstborns are dying! <laughs> they didn't let me. <laughs> I was a cow. What's a cow say? 
as in mm, or mm. Uh, we did on Sukkot we did a parade yeah. of sukkahs where yeah. our community we went around and looked at all the sukkahs and that was really awesome yeah and fun I don't know if it's my favorite but it was one I liked when we had Sukkot and the sukkah and grace was over during cancer it was just a, god blessed us a lot during that and we had elijah just to cheer us and it was fun oh true i will say i had pesach in jerusalem this year which was pretty cool so that's kind of a win that might be a good memory <laughs> yeah that was cool uh, my favorite was during Sukkot, and we went to Colorado. And <gasps> Ooh, that was, that was so fun. <laughs> now I have my memory. So I never... Okay, Ezra's going to tell us his memory. Uh, all of the... Uh, what's your, what do you guys usually do on Passover? Oh, I like looking for the afikomen. Finding the afikomen. Finding the afikomen. Oh, I hate doing oh, that. I always lose. Can you tell us what that is? Um, it's matzah, and you wrap it up in a thing, and usually our dad goes and hides it, and then we never know where it is, and we just have to find it. How many of you ever found the afikomen? I have never. No? None of you? <laughs> All the big kids are the ones taking them, huh? I found it once, but I didn't think it was the afikomen. <laughs> it was when it was it. on the fan. <laughs> <laughs> on the ceiling fan? <laughs> I found it most of the times. I only have found it once. I've never found So who can tell me what the afikomen is all about? <laughs> <laughs> Um, no. no. That's Hanukkah when we find a star. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, because when Jesus died on the cross, they wrapped him in a cloth and put him in the grave. And finding Lafayette Coleman is like finding him. There's a lot of like Jewish traditions that are also kind of pointing to the Messiah, even though they're unaware of it, which is also cool. On the Passover in the Old Testament, they sacrificed the lamb, and then they put it on their doors. And so I think that's put what the lamb on their door. The blood, not the, not the <laughs> they chopped the, <laughs> <laughs> it on their door. No, the blood. And so I think that's what it's like a. I don't know what the word is. Um, a picture. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, a picture of what Jesus would do for us. Because mm -hmm. he died on the Passover night, and then his blood was shed for us. Since I've married him, it's been amazing going through all the festivals again because I was Orthodox. So now I'm going through it with fresh eyes, seeing Yeshua and all of it. And it's been amazing to realize how much he is in all the festivals. And especially Passover with you guys. That was my first Passover that wasn't like Orthodox. And so seeing Yeshua and all that was like mind blowing. It was amazing. What is your favorite part about Shavuot? Uh, blowing the trumpet. <laughs> um, oh, I. 
No. Is that the wrong one? <laughs> All of these names are so confusing. <laughs> the the trumpet one? No. What is that about? <laughs> what what if I say this? What's your favorite part about the cheesecake holiday? Uh, Not cheesecake. <laughs> what? I don't like cheesecake. <laughs> he doesn't like cheesecake. Cheesecake cheesecake. So you count how many days after Passover? 50. 50. 50 days. And then we celebrate what? The cheesecake. <laughs> I know. I just don't. It's not in my brain right now. My brain's not remembering what. What is this one that we do? We just eat dairy? That's, yeah, yeah that's, that's all that I know. Honey? Is I this not the Taurus to one? Notes. No. Something to do with dairy. <laughs> <laughs> the days after Pesach, you count like 50 days. Mm -hmm. And then at the end, you eat cheesecake. Why? <laughs> 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 cheesecake is good. It was when Moses got the Ten no. Commandments. There it is. The giving of the Ten Commandments. Five. <laughs> what? Five? <laughs> like a pentagon. <laughs> How many sides does a pentagon have? Okay. Give us some more <laughs> hints so we can remember this holiday in my head. <laughs> The, the 50 days. Oh. From Passover. Okay. That's two. I oh. say counting on the Omer. So, okay. Yes, I know this holiday. Jesus was crucified on Passover. What mm -hmm. happened 50 days after that? Did Jesus, uh, uh, did the he, whole, he sent the Holy Spirit? Rivka is on it. <laughs> what can you guys tell me about the Feast of Trumpets? I don't know what that is. <laughs> um, it's the holiday where you eat apples and honey and you blow the shofar. Mm. It's not clicking. It's not clicking in my brain. Oh. And what if I called it Rosh Hashanah? Oh, well, that's a lot easier. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? Uh, you eat a lot of apples and honey? Yeah, why do you do that? I forgot what Rosh Hashanah is. Because, isn't it like the New Year, kind of? Mm-hmm. So, isn't it just supposed to be like a celebration? Yeah, you want a sweet New Year. Blow Wait. the shofar. Oh, you blow the shofar. Can the you blow the shofar? Right out of my mouth. <laughs> Can you blow the shofar? Do you get to? <laughs> Ezra, can you blow you the shofar? Yeah. What does the Bible say about the Feast of Trumpets? Um, it's like getting God's attention. Like, here we are. Isn't it? Like, when you blow the shofar, you're, like, trying to get him to see you. What about Tashlik? Anybody know about Tashlik? Mm -hmm. Oh, um, yes. So what we do is we'll take bread, put all of our sin on it, and then we'll toss it into water or a lake or something. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. And the ducks. <laughs> so the ducks become more sinful. <laughs> uh, what's your favorite part about Yom Kippur? Uh, I like going afterwards to our church, and then we have a massive feast. Oh, that's fun, isn't it? It's kind of a sad day. Yeah. But the older I get, the easier it is for me to fast. Yes. But, yeah. Uh, it's the Day of Atonement, right? Uh-huh. So... Basically, you're supposed to, like, afflict yourself and spend time repenting and 
seeking God and not eating. Well, at least that's what my family does. Yeah. We don't eat. Mm-hmm. We um, don't do it when we're young. We are allowed to have Cheerios. That's the only thing we're allowed to have. But I just wanted to do it, so I've started the last two years now. It's um, not something we are made to do, but it's a choice that we decide to make. What happens on Yom Kippur in the Bible, in the Bible story? What do they do? They have two animals. Do you know what kind of animals they are? Um, a cow. Nope. A chicken. Mm. A ram. Ooh. You've picked every animal but the right one so far. Keep guessing. Um, a donkey. An elephant. <laughs> do they take elephants on Yom no. Kippur? A donkey. No, they take two goose. Uh, goose. So what do you do when you're like hungry and you know you decided you didn't want to eat? Sometimes I think about the wine story of Jesus in the wilderness and how he's fasted for 40 days. So I'm thinking I can do this for just one day. Go. Goats. Goats. What'd you say, ducks? No, I said goats. <laughs> they take two goats, and what do they do with them? They have two goats. What? They slaughter one? Yeah, they slaughter one goat, and what do they do with the other Let goat? The other they one make free it in the forest. Offering. Oh, no, they do. What'd you say, Simeon? They let it free in the wilderness. Yeah, what do they do before they let it go? They do that. Pray over it? <laughs> Wait, no. <laughs> They put all of the sins onto its head, and then it bears the sins and runs yeah. away. Yeah, so how, what is that? As people who believe in Yeshua, Jesus, how do, what does that remind us of? Jesus is the goat, and he goes out and dies for us. What's your favorite part about that day? Mm. The end, when we get to eat. Yeah, right? <laughs> Breaking the fast. <laughs> yeah, I was about to yeah. say, eating food at the end. Yeah. Uh, we go to our church, and we have a big celebration after our service, and we eat a bunch of food and play and stuff, hang out. We usually take our whole small group and order pizza. Yeah, and then play in the church parking lot. It's fun. That's definitely the best part. Mm-hmm. So why do we now do we're that? because it's a celebration. Like God has redeemed us. Yeah, and we've been forgiven. It's a lot of fun because at the end of the day, we just worship and sing together, and it's amazing to hear all the kids sing, and it's just so powerful. What do you, what's your favorite part about Sukkot? I really like hanging out in it. Well, Sukkot is a great one. Like, it's just a celebration with people, and it's just fun to do together. A Sukkot on our deck, and we will decorate it and hang out and put sleeping bags and stuff, sleep in there. And have fun together. 
Um, and like Anna said, it's like the family holiday. Like all of my family comes and gets together and we build a sukkah. I like enjoying, I like sitting in the sukkah, listening to all the crickets and cicadas. Well, I like eating and sleeping in the sukkah. Yeah. We build, it's like a tent thing. It's actually like a house that we decorate and it's just fun to be in. We built our own sukkah and I kind of strayed from what my family did and did my own design and all that, but just to fit our needs. And that was, I mean, that was fun. Our sukkah, we actually use wood panels. And so we have, um, like three sides and then one side's like halfway sided and then there's a door and then we have uh there's no roof so you put branches on the top and we decorate it um and we eat like all our meals out there and it's actually one of the easiest like uh mitzvahs or whatever commandments or things to keep because we just have to walk in the door and so sometimes me and elijah just walk back and forth so that we can keep lots of the blessings um (laughs) It was our first year, too, where we tried to invite different couples over and friends of ours, which I've never done that before because I've always just been with my parents. So it, it definitely is different once you're on your own. Uh, we also take a lulav and etrog. And the etrog is a fruit they grow in Israel. I love smelling it. Yeah, It's I like it. a big lemon mist. I always ask my dad if I can keep it afterwards. <laughs> it doesn't last very long, but it's fun. Yeah. And then the lulav is like a bunch of different plants all put together that remind you of lips, your mouth, eyes, and your spine. And what do you do with those? You shake it on all four sides of you. Oh, and then the etrog reminds us of our hearts. So it's like you're shaking all of you to celebrate. My mom typically makes really good food, and it's like fall time, so Mm -hmm. we wear sweaters, and we eat lots of soup and have families over, and we just started a tradition of we like to host a lot. And so on each of our wood panels, we write uh, the year, like 2023. And then when all the people come, they sign our wall. So now we have like four panels that have like all these names from people Mm -hmm. over the year. Um, and we also do like our traditional movie night, and we watch uh, we watch Ush Pazim, which is like a Sukkot movie, and we eat candy and watch it in our sukkah and sleep in there. So it's celebrating. I think sometimes it can remind you of when he was born, like how he had to be in the manger, mm. and also how the children of Israel had to stay in tents on or when they were. Yeah, in the desert, after they got freed from slavery. Isn't it like the moving of the tabernacle? Like whenever the people were in the wilderness and God had them move? Yeah, so... And so they had to take down their houses whenever God told them to, and then they just had to go and rebuild it, and then they would stay forever long. God wanted them there. So can you tell me something you've learned about God because you keep the holidays? Uh, the suka is representing God's right, left, right arm around us. Mm-hmm. So there are supposed to be two full walls and then one half. So it's like he's holding us, kind of. Mm. Um, it shows us that he wants us to be closer to him.
like the reason he I think that the reason he does a lot of it is to remind us of like who he is Mm -hmm. and so that we can experience it but I think it's I mean there's probably an overarching value to them each but then there's probably also an individual value that can be pulled from it for each person like the way Sawyer was able to see Yeshua in Passover I mean there's a theme that everyone can pull from but also a story that you're getting for yourself from each one that God's speaking to you and then it says that in the end we will all go celebrate Sukkot together with Jesus like the whole Passover thing he he has us do it every year as a reminder I mean it's like if you have a relative that passes and you have like a recipe that they used to cook all the time or something and when you use it you think of them and you get remind you feel the warmth and the love and it reminds you of them and their time that they had just yeah and so it's the same thing with the traditions you do it and you just you feel god you feel him close to you and yeah (laughs) what she said i would say too It's just super cool to do something that's, like, in the Bible, and it just makes Mm -hmm. it come to life. And then also to, like, realize that, like, Jesus did all these, too. Just that, like, I feel like it builds more, like, personal, like, relationship and, like, context of the Bible, too, which is super cool. What would you guys say to anybody who doesn't know about the holidays, but they're learning? Well, they're really fun. And they bring good memories, and they teach you about God and have different meanings and things. It's so much fun, and so once you learn how to do it and learn to love it, it's so much fun. It's worth it. To celebrate and remind us of the Bible times and that it's still there. It helps you understand more of the Bible better. I mean, take a chance to (laughs) step closer to God. Even if you think it holds no value or, like, you know nothing about just take a chance. Take that step, and it'll change your life. You'll draw closer to him, and you'll learn more, and you'll want to learn more, and it'll completely transform you in every way. It will be hard at times to be different and to, like, all the people around you don't even know what it is, but... It is such a blessing. Like you get to experience what they did when they were with Jesus. We haven't been doing this our whole lives either. Like our dads just like dug into the scripture and like read it and like started doing it. And it has literally changed all of our lives, obviously. Mm -hmm. So like I definitely would encourage you guys to dig into it because it definitely is super rewarding. And yeah, just amazing too have the scripture come to life and see the Lord's like faithfulness and just to obey his commandments is really cool. And every year there's something else. Every holiday there's something else and you learn so much more and you just want so much more and it's just beautiful. The holidays are just so fun and doing it with friends and showing them it just is a blessing to do them. Yeah, that is fun, being able to, like, tell other people about it and being like, this is something that we do, and, like, we want you to be part of it. So that's also fun, like, inviting other people Mm -hmm. that don't normally do it. 
it's like such a, it's always good for us. It's like fun and it's like something we're being obedient to what God has called us to. And so I just feel bad for the people that don't really know about them because it's like they're missing out on being closer to God and having those memories together. But then also that is, it is so much fun and joy to bring them into that and to like watch them like fall in love with it as well. We went into Messianic for a while and then became, started going Orthodox and became very Orthodox. We know we went to service every Saturday, did Shabbat, but I don't know, I was young. I wanted to play with my friends. I wasn't like learning a lot. So I would say from like 10 to 20 is when I actually start taking stuff in and really learning about religion. But at that time, we were just straying farther and farther from the truth from Yeshua. And I converted to Judaism with my family and was taught that basically Jesus, Yeshua was like a bad word. Like, don't say that. It, he was just a rabbi that came and died. That's end of story. You don't need the New Testament. You don't need whatever. It just And so I grew up learning that and for like, I would say when I was like 15 till I met him, like something was missing. I was living, walking out faith and orthodox, but like something was missing. I felt like it was an empty religion. Like it was empty. Something was missing and I couldn't figure out what it is. And I was very lost and I just felt empty. And then we reconnected and he's talked about his faith and Jesus Yeshua and I was like wait there's like a little like I I felt like there's just like a little spark the first time we talked about religion there's just something and I was like wait wait and so we talked more and then I told him how I had never read the New Testament that like I and he's like read it and so I was it like that? <laughs> read it. He's like, if you don't follow like Yeshua, how is our relationship gonna work? And it's like, yeah, good point. And so I bought a Bible sneakily because, yeah. So I had to sneak buy a Bible. Uh, uh, didn't <laughs> you like order two items on Amazon? I so ordered two books so that if my family like, was this. like. <laughs> what what did you buy? I'd say, oh, books. And then what book? And then I'd show them the other book I got, not the Bible. And then I would sit in my closet and read, read the Bible and read the New Testament. And my mom would come out like, When I was this? Know. How long ago? I mean, like three when, years? Yeah, I was three 19, wow. 19, 20, reading the New Testament. And anyway, things just started clicking. My life started changing. Um my heart started changing, my mind started changing, things were processing. Shabbats with my family, when we would read things in the Torah, it would click like, hey, that's Yeshua. Wait, that's, I feel like that's Yeshua. Like, wait a minute. Like, wait a minute. And it was, it was amazing. And the, the more things clicked. And then um, I realized how he's been with me through my whole life. And I just like, didn't realize it was him and didn't see him, but he was always there. And I can look back at so many things being like, that was him, that was Yeshua. He was right there, oh my goodness. Like, I didn't know what that was. And then 
yeah, when we got married, I just learning more and more and then going through the festivals with being married the first year, it was like life changing. Like the festivals had so much more meaning, like Yom Kippur. Like forgiveness comes through Jesus and I never had that in Yom Kippur. And so like, yeah, Yom Kippur like changes my life now. It's so much more meaningful and crazy. And then Passover, the first Passover I had was when we came to your guys' house. And that, like, I remember crying after we went to bed one night, and I was just crying, being like, I didn't know you shoot. Like the Afi Komen. Even Shabbat with the grape juice. What's it represent? It's grape juice. <laughs> what? You do it. Wow. No! It's Jesus' blood. And it's still, like, every time we do it, it's just so much more meaningful to me. And then the whole Testament podcast, like, I love it so I love that it's called the whole testament because there's no old like now knowing the old testament so well and then now learning so much of the new I'm like it's not the separate things it's the whole testament and you can see Yeshua in everything in the old testament like he's there all the time and you can see it's just this whole continued story and I always thought it was just Old Testament and the New Testament was something that, you know? <laughs> and, but no, it is the whole Testament. Hmm. And, yeah. So that's really cool. So that's like, you're basically saying like you were doing the Jewish things without knowing Yeshua. So you had all the feasts and all that stuff without the it key was, to Yeshua. Yeah. And so you're doing it, but it didn't feel like anything. And you were like, eh, it's just Jews. It's just this. It's just like you were doing yeah. it. And then you came in and got Yeshua, which maybe a lot of people watching him the other way. Like, they have Yeshua and don't that's what feast. I was, Yeah, that's what I was telling him. Like, I feel like I'm coming at the, like, looking at this podcast yeah. and stuff from a different point yeah. of view from the other audience you're trying to reach. Yeah. Like, I'm trying to... But it's cool because you can speak life into that there is value because you had it and then got Yeshua yeah, and you're like, yeah, he's in I, all of that. I did so. the whole Jewish, the whole Orthodox thing, and I was the hardest years of my life when my family went full Orthodox and something was missing. And even now, knowing him and I see my family, there's a difference. Mm. And it's really hard to see. And it's sad And because, I mean, Jesus did completely change my life. Mm. Completely. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I love... I love the festivals even more now because I just see him in it. There's so much more light around it, and it's mm-hmm. just, it's amazing. Love it. Thanks for listening to The Whole Testament. We're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube, so share the show with your friends and family, and be sure to leave a rating and review. You can also find us on all the socials by searching at The Whole Testament. All of our episodes are available at our website, and you can listen to them by heading over to thewholetestament.com. The Whole Testament is supported by people like you, 
To help us continue the conversation, head to thewholetestament.com and click on the donate tab. We'll see you next time. That's why the Jewish people do that? Yeah, it does that. Is Jewish offensive to say? Well, I just don't, don't want ask this. That on a podcast. The whole <laughs> It's too late. <laughs> Edit. The whole point of us doing this is that it's not a Jew- it's not a Jewish thing. It's a biblical thing. So Oh. Okay. I was born on my birthday. <laughs>